0: This is the average guy network and you have found Financial Tech and the GuideRock Capital Management weekly commentary for the week of April 8th 2013. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. And we post the show each week, including the written commentary, out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Financial Tech brings you the latest market commentary from the award-winning Andrew Hunt, CFP and President of GuideRock Capital Management, located here in Omaha, Nebraska. If you'd like to receive a free copy of the written commentary in advance, send us an email at andrew-hunt at guide rock Capital dot com and put subscribe in the subject line if you have questions or comments that we can read or answer on the show you can send us an email send it to the same email address andrew underscore hunt at guide rock capital all one word dot com and of course you can find us both on twitter andrew is at uh, andrew d hunt and of course i am just at jay collison andrew it's great to see you this week another uh another record close on the market uh today what do you got for us Truth, Jim. Well, glad to be back again uh, for yet another
1: edition of our weekly market commentary here. So, as we closed last week, um, you know, U.S. investors were really puzzled over the disparate pieces of uh, economic news that were coming out of the world. Uh, we'd seen the major U.S. Market Markets tumble, and uh, we see, and there's been all kinds of craziness stuff going on. There's new leadership at the Bank of Japan, um, and they announced that they would uh, seek an aggressive stimulus program, and they're going to inject 1.4 trillion with a T uh, dollars into its economy over the next two years. Uh, the effort is intended to end years, decades of, inf- of something called stagflation. And stagflation is a period of economic stagnation characterized by rising inflation, higher unemployment, lackluster consumer demand, and a lack of growth in business activity. Um, and on that news, shares of the uh, Japanese market uh, called the Nikkei, uh, which closed before the US job numbers were released, uh, rose almost fi- uh, f- to a five year high. They went through the roof on that noise. Uh, so really really interesting stuff there however <laughs> in other parts of asia we started to hear some really uh escalating rhetoric from north korea and uh that is really uh adding some negative sentiment um, uh, across the investment world uh even into today and we've seen some moves in japan um, some missile defense moves and things like that um, in anticipation of that rhetoric uh, the U.S. economic news last week was mostly disappointing, let's just be honest. Uh, it suggested a little bit of a slowdown in the U.S., manufacturing and service numbers came in below expectations, and the U.S. Department of Labor report showed far fewer jobs were added last month than expected. However, on, on a positive side, there was a different report that showed unemployment had ticked just a little bit lower from 76 percent to 7.7%. So, after hitting an all-time high last Tuesday, the S&P 500 Index finished the week down 1%. The Dow Jones Industrials and the NASDAQ Indices also tumbled, finishing the week down 0.1% and down 1.9% respectively. Um, And so, uh, U.S. Treasury markets, they obviously benefited from this uncertainty and and skepticism on the strength of U.S. economy and, and the outcome of that Japanese stimulus program. And uh, the yield on the 10-year Treasury notes fell to a whopping 1.7%. So as we switch gears here a little bit, uh, I don't know if you've heard the news, but there is a new brick in town. So you've probably heard of the uh, the BRIC countries, which are Brazil, Russia, India, and China. And uh, that nickname was created back in 2001 when Jim O'Neill, an economist and future chairman of the famous Goldman Sachs, used it to describe the countries of the world that would drive future economic growth. And boy, was he right that they would drive that growth. According to The Economist, which is a fantastic publication, as I mentioned last week, uh, the BRICS alone have been responsible for 55% of global growth since the end of 2009. Um, The the other 23 companies, or excuse me, countries that make up the developed world contributed just 20% of that growth, uh, because they're drug down by debt and austerity, which was all the headlines um, in these last couple of months. You might have noticed that when I said BRICS, I used an S, and that is a capital S, because the Economist has recently uh, uh, added another country to the BRIC team, and that is South Africa. South Africa now makes up the S in BRICS. It's the smallest country with a population of just 50 million compared to that of uh, a billion for both China and India. Um, South Africa's GDP is not all that cool either, I mean it's, it's not that impressive, it ranks 28th in the world um, according to the Guardian, while China uh, is number two, Brazil is number six, Russia is seven and India is ten. Um, so the real question is: is, with all these statistics, why was South Africa? the one to be added uh, to the list of the world's most powerful emerging economies. Well, the answer to that, according to The Economist, is that geographic inequity was the driving force behind the new addition. So the original BRIC did not include any countries in Africa. In Africa, I don't know if you know this guys, it is currently the world's fastest growing continent. Africa's GDP is averaging about six percent per year, which is a pace that is expected to remain constant for another decade. Um, over the decade end, uh, ending in 2012, Africa has seen a ton of improvements, and here's just a few. I just I, we have a summary here. So we've seen a 30 percent increase in real income per person. Uh, foreign direct investment has more than tripled to 46 billion dollars. There's been a 74% decline in HIV infections, more than 30% decline in malaria deaths, mobile communication growth that there is now three mobile phones for every four people. Uh, There's been a 10% increase in the life expectancy. We've seen steep falling infant mortality rates, and there's a big increase in secondary school enrollment down there. So, it's really interesting to see that Africa is changing so rapidly, and, um, and clearly it deserves a voice as an emerging region of the world. And so, the solution? South Africa. Let's add them into the bricks and see how they do. It's going to be really interesting. So, here's our quote for the week. This is from Oliver Wendell Holmes, the Supreme Court Justice, and it says A mind that is stretched by a new experience can never go back to its old dimensions. And with that, that's the weekly market commentary.
0: Very nice, Andrew. A question for you on Africa. Uh, of course, that has been a continent that has been a mess for a lot of years. I mean, yeah. at least a hundred. Um, any movement there on any of these these problems that they had would create. I mean, even small movements would create large percentage increases, right? So, when we when we talk about the financial increases in Africa. How much of that is, you know, when, again, when you're lagging behind so far and you make a little bit of change, of course, the percentage change difference is quite large. Where do they rank uh, still among the rest of the world?
1: You know that's a great question, Jim. And frankly, I don't know the answer to that. But you bring up a great point. Um, you know, <laughs> when, when you're so far behind, a seventy-four percent reduction in HIV infections, for example, uh, when you're coming from the massive amount of HIV infections they've had in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that while that's a very impressive improvement, I don't want to take away from that because there's been a lot of effort. Bill Gates and his foundation has done an amazing job, um, uh, you know, combating that disease down there, um, or over there rather. And uh, you know, so when you see those types of improvements, uh, you know it's kind of like a, an unprofitable company becoming profitable, right? First, you have 100% growth in profit because uh, one dollar greater than zero turns out to be 100% improvement, right? So, right. <laughs> so you know, you kind of have yeah. to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but at the same time, we look around the world and we look at these different countries and where the economic growth is going to come from. You know, for a long time, we've been been looking at those tiger economies, um, you know, which would be largely located in Asia. We've been looking at India and China, which is now, with the growth of their middle class, uh, frankly, we're starting to, to see uh, some slowdown there. So, where's next growth going to come from? And logically, uh, we're looking towards Africa today.
0: Yeah, it would be great if, if Africa could could get their act together from from that perspective and kind of join the rest of the world. And I'm not trying to be negative on Africa. It's just it's been a country in trouble for a very sure. long time. And, and it would be great to see these sustained improvements there in Africa and, and really have it maybe make it a decade or so, see these numbers kind of turn around for a decade or so, and some exciting things could happen there for sure. Well, thanks, Andrew. If you're new to podcasts and you're looking for a way to easily listen each week, you might want to consider using Stitcher, available on both any, or available on both any, you really can't say it that way, can you? Available on any browser, as well as both on Android and iPhone platforms. This is a great way to listen to podcasts at home. And on the road, this show and all the past shows, including, we talked about this last week, home tech. If you're into kind of home technology and such, we have a long play about a about a 60- to 75-minute podcast that we do each week called Home Tech. You can get both of those on Stitcher. Stitcher, uh, Go to stitcher.com, search financial tech or home tech, and uh, it's education for your ears. And, of course, be sure to visit GuideRock Capital. That's just uh, www.guiderockcapital, all one word, .com. I don't even know if you need the www anymore, Andrew. I think that's uh, all said and done anymore. GuideRockCapital.com. Follow Andrew on Twitter. He is Andrew D. Hunt, Andrew, have you picked up any Twitter followers uh, recently? Yeah, we get through. I think I get three
1: or four every week. Uh, just right, a couple good. new ones. It's hard to tell how many are spam and how many are real. But
0: yeah, there are a <laughs> lot of unreal people on Twitter for sure. And are, are you? What, are, what kind of things are you tweeting when when you are tweeting?
1: You know, I am a big uh, Instagram user, so I'll, you'll get to see a little bit of the uh, softer side of Andrew Hunt, oh, nice. uh, <laughs> the, the, nice. the personal side. So get to know me a little bit better.
0: All right, very good. And of course. Uh, Andrew and I say thanks for listening. We'll catch up next week. Remember, be smart about your investing.
2: GuideRock Capital Management Inc., or GuideRock, is a registered investment advisor that is registered with the state of Nebraska and located in Omaha, Nebraska. GuideRock and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration requirements imposed upon investment advisors in the states in which they maintain clients. GuideRock may only transact business in those states in which it is registered or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Important information describing GuideRock's business operations, services, and fees can be viewed on the SEC's website at www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. GuideRock will provide Form ADV Part 2, which serves as the firm's disclosure document to all clients. Copies of Form ADV Part 2 are also available to interested parties upon request. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No current or prospective clients should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly on this video, website, or indirectly via hyperlink, or any affiliated third-party website will be profitable or equal to past performance levels.